Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. And in the world of news and strange paranormal news, New York City breaks 50-year record for longest wait for winter's first snow. New York City has broken its record for the longest wait for its first winter snowfall Monday, and the forecast remains bare for snow for at least the next several days. A second record for the longest snowfall drought also remains in jeopardy and is likely to fall in the coming days as well. Now, there are people that are on the boat of climate change and global warming. There are people from the Weather Channel that have been interviewed that says the Earth is just changing naturally and certain things happen. It is a little weird that we've had a few cold days that were really cold where I was outside working where I was like, damn, it's cold. I cannot wait to get home. Um, it's a little peculiar to have weather like this. I do remember one winter that started in the fall with a very strange snowfall on Halloween where I believe we got like three or four inches of snow. I remember because I had gone to a Halloween party and the next day was the actual day of Halloween. It was snowing when me and my friend went to the diner after our night of partying. And from that point on, there was no snow the entire winter. It was one of the best winters that we ever had. I, for one, am on board with no snow because I don't like everything that comes with the snow from the shoveling to digging your car out because New York City residents know that when it snows, you're digging your car out and sanitation comes and plows you in. It's a disaster. So I'm actually on board with the whole no snow thing and I'm pretty happy about that. A rare thought to be extinct fish was found in Madagascar. The fish was said to be extinct 450 million years ago it existed, something to that extent, and it was found in Madagascar. Now this goes to show you that the people, the scientists that study these things, they go on when they last saw something and they classify it as extinct, and it was rediscovered in Madagascar, which can actually give hope that we are finding things that are extinct now alive and well, that maybe we haven't discovered everything entirely, which goes for a certain famous cryptid, Bigfoot, where we have, you know, not the greatest video or evidence of them. We have TV shows galore, but people are in fact seeing something in the woods that is not an animal that we know of. So finding extinct uh, extinct fossils and extinct fish that we thought were extinct can give hope to things that we have yet to actually scientifically find and say, hey, this thing is in fact real. And I find the extinct fossil fish dating back 420 million years ago found alive in Madagascar story pretty significant because it goes to show you that we're finding things that were once dead and it's a possibility that we haven't found things that are called cryptids and classified them. It's, you know, something that is a theory for me and it's it's a significant find. Now, today's episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast, I got my idea of this episode from a rejuvenated show, Unsolved Mysteries. Now, if you were growing up in the 90s, and like me, and you watch TV shows during the day and at night, there was one particular show called Unsolved Mysteries that was out in the 90s, early 90s, mid 90s, all the way up until about uh, late 90s, 2000s, and then it stopped, and Netflix picked up the series and started it again. Also, it's on, I believe, the Odyssey app. 
they have a um, podcast version of the show. Now, Unsolved Mysteries, I remember from a kid because I never really liked the the murder and the you know crime solving and all those horrid stories of people being murdered and you know police investigating. It, you know, to me, it was morbid. It was scary. It was not you know scary in the sense like people are crazy. I didn't like that part. But once in a while, when my mom had it on because we had a kitchen um, TV, very small, you know, when we were waiting for dinner and she was cooking, we would sit in there and watch, you know, the little TV that we had in the kitchen. And once in a blue. Unsolved Mystery would have a episode with paranormal stuff because it's the show's named Unsolved Mystery. And in the rejuvenated series of Unsolved Mysteries that Netflix has, and I believe they have three seasons of it, there is an episode that involves the Navajo police. Now, if you didn't hear or know what the Navajo police are, they are their own police group in Navajo Nation. It's also known as Navajo Land. It is a Native American reservation in the United States. It occupies portions of northern east Arizona, northwestern New Mexico, and southern eastern Utah. They have their own police force, the NNPD, Navajo Nation Police Department. These men and women take care of all the issues and laws around the nation. In 2000, officers Stan Milford and John Dover were asked by their captain to take on reports that were neglected of supernatural origin. Now, this intrigued me because that area of the United States has a lot of supernatural activity. Skinwalker Ranch in Arizona, Superstition Mountains, where people report all sorts of paranormal activity from portals opening, balls of light, reptilian people, skinwalkers, UFOs, aliens, and even paranormal activity that involves ghosts. And Navajo Nation apparently had a long list of calls that were paranormal. And the Navajo Police Force neglected it. I'm actually going to play a clip for you right now from Unsolved Mysteries regarding this episode. And then I'll pick up from there. Just give me a moment. We got to know each other pretty well. We've adopted each other as brothers. In 2000, our chief ranger called us all in for a meeting because of a complaint that was lodged against the department for failing to investigate a Bigfoot case. Right now in the United States, there's no mechanism to investigate these type of paranormal cases. It's just not built into any of our systems, so they're ignored. However, you have people out there who are absolutely terrified of whatever that happened to them. And our chief ranger, he said, from now on, these cases are going to be investigated. And then he turned to me and Stan, and you two guys are going to get the major cases. I think there were those. So John Dover and Stan Milford were assigned by their lead officer, inspector, captain, to take on the real-life X-Files of Navajo Nation. Now, the cases were, in his opinion, neglected because there's no mechanism or really a routine to investigate paranormal things. But if you want my personal opinion, which I have some experience with law enforcement, 
weird calls and things like that are usually neglected. It's just, all right, this person's calling. We'll go pass by. We know they're full of S, you know, full of shit. And we're going to just ignore it. Now, in Navajo Nation, I would assume that there's things that go on that have to take priority. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's robberies and domestic disputes. So I'm assuming they had their hands filled with certain things. But predominantly, I don't really didn't really research the crime rate or things that go on in Navajo Nation. I'm pretty sure the officer's job there were, wasn't as bad as it would be in like actual United States cities like Chicago, New York City, or Miami. In my opinion, they were probably neglecting because they sound crazy. Now, John Dover and Mr. Milford, Officer Milford, were assigned to the bigger cases revolving or, you know, involving paranormal things that happened in Navajo Nation. And some of those reports was the Bigfoot sightings, Skinwalker sightings. So Stan Milford and John Dover were the real life Mulder and Scully going all over Navajo Nation investigating these reports. Now, again, I said that this particular area of the United States has a very high rate of supernatural happenings. These two men investigated reports, documented police reports from the Navajo Police Department with things that listed from unidentified flying objects, unknown beasts, orbs of light, and other mysterious things. Documented police reports and made it to a TV show like Unsolved Mysteries where they basically have a 40-minute long segment on this show about everything that they did that were involving these X-Files from Navajo Nation. Now, let's start with the one of the more famous things that's something I talked about, skinwalkers. There are a lot of beliefs on how skinwalkers were made, where they came from, and Native Americans believed that skinwalkers were were a person that partaked in a murder and did something a certain way in the murder to basically gain the ability via murder to become a skinwalker. Some Native American beliefs that it's just a supernatural beast that is, you know, like demonic. You know, Navajo, Native American, Navajo Algonquin, they have a different religion system than other people. They believe that some of them, because again, there's different, you know, origins and stories to the skinwalker. Some of them just believe that the skinwalker was full on demonic. It was not good energy and it was put on the lands to just wreak havoc. So there's different ways on how the skinwalker is, you know, originated or made. But the fact is that beyond the origin story of how a skinwalker came to be, whether it was just here or a living person had to commit a murder and do certain things like eating a heart to morph into a skinwalker, the reports of skinwalker vary in a weird animal not acting right. A faint sound of someone calling you, whether the voice be a little boy or a little girl, or actually a recognizable voice. Many people report skinwalkers. 
calling to them in a familiar voice or in a voice that sounds like it needs help, trying to lure them into an area where no other people would find them so that the skinwalker can do, you know, malicious things to who they're trying to lure towards them. There are sightings of animals not only not acting right, but in fact, like half morphed. The skinwalker is said to shapeshift. So there's reports of people seeing wolf or coyote or deer and something is off about them where they have two legs in the front and one leg in the back is disformed, almost as if it got messed up while it was shapeshifting. You know, really weird stuff. And officers Dover and Milford would report and actually witness some of these supernatural things and document it. There's a report that they, you know, got involved in one of these skinwalker cases and weird things started happening to them where these coins, when they went into a certain household, were beginning to fall and drop out of nowhere. And Officer Dover and Milford saved the coins and every single one of these coins that dropped on the floor were heads up and you know, in their belief system, that meant something to them. Like something was trying to warn them or tell them certain things like don't go here or avoid this area. And Officer, I believe it was Officer Dover that ended up keeping these coins for himself. He has all these coins that mysteriously appeared hidden away in his personal archive now that he took that from a case, from a house he went into that a malicious spirit said or believed to be the skinwalker was manifesting in this house and these coins were just appearing as he was interviewing the people in there that were having the issue and these coins you could just hear coins dropping and he would find every coin as it dropped he'd find it heads up and he said that he believed that whatever was doing it based on the head the coin landing heads up and the where they were just appearing out of nowhere was something malicious so what he would do is he had this Algonquin, um, sorry, not Algonquin, Navajo ritual where they would take sage and they would burn the sage and basically bless the area, bless his vehicle that he was riding in and bless himself with the sage to ward off these evil spirits, which were said to be the skinwalker. Very weird stuff that him and his partner would investigate and were documented via police documentation from the Navajo Police Department within the confines of Navajo Nation. Now, off the Skinwalker stuff, they had reports of UFO sightings. Now again, this is areas of Utah, Arizona, New Mexico. All this stuff, all these reports that they were investigating, if you go onto YouTube pages and type in Paranormal Arizona or Utah, there's so much stuff that happens over there, especially Arizona, which I have spoken about the Superstition Mountains. A lot of stuff happens over there. It is a almost like an area, a, a field of, of just energy there that creates these supernatural events and apparently supernatural creatures. So there's been UFO sightings, balls of light in the air that come out of nowhere and make these very erratic movements that can't be something of you know origin from from us it's just the the way it's moving is not 
movement a plane or a helicopter or something that was made here would do. And we're hearing a lot about that on the news lately. But for some reason, in that quadrant of the United States, within those four states, it happens more predominantly. And they had investigated cow mutilations, seeing an object in the sky and their cattle to the property that it was seen over would be mutilated. You know, organs missing, blood completely drained, perfect circular holes made in the cattle, in the cow, in the pig, in the sheep, in the goats. They investigated that. These sightings of unidentified flying objects, or known as UAP now, were seen and they investigated it. There were reports of portals just opening up out of nowhere and creatures coming in and out and things disappearing. Officer John Dover and Milford would go to all these calls and investigate within Navajo Nation. And all of these things that they investigated are things that you know fans of the paranormal have heard of, from skinwalkers to UFOs. There's even supernatural stuff in regards to the category of ghosts of that were investigated. And it just... Is a, it's like a mystery on why that area is so just paranormal drived. It's, it's just that, that area of the United States, something with that land. And you go and talk to Native Americans within the area and they, they tell you this, this land is sacred. It's, it's holy to us. It has a lot of history. And for whatever reason, paranormal activity just tends to be very active there. And these two officers had, I would love something like that, had the, you know, their job, their duty was to investigate all the paranormal cases within um, Navajo Nation. Um, Very interesting stuff. So if you have Netflix and you are currently sharing a password before they do away with that, I would 110% go to Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix and I can actually give you the episode. It's called Paranormal Rangers. It is, um, I'm actually looking at it right now. Paranormal Rangers, and it is in the um, volume three. Uh, yeah, volume three of, Net- of Netflix Unsolved Mysteries, and the actual show is called Paranormal Rangers. It's definitely worth the watch. They really investigate everything that paranormal people love um and i've covered from orbs ufos poltergeist skinwalkers and bigfoot there was sightings of bigfoot in that part of the world and they investigated that as well although their belief from what i gathered is that the bigfoot sightings were in fact skinwalkers and they go on in detail describing their culture's beliefs on skinwalkers and ufos and the whole nine yards it's very interesting stuff now why things happen in that area again a lot of just supernatural just the energy there just gives off so much paranormal energy that things are being seen there and navajo nation has their own police department and they had a x-file task force now these two are actually retired now but they did do this uh, documentary or this show for Unsolved Mysteries. So you guys have to go check that out. Um, I basically tried to give it to you in a nutshell, but it's very interesting stuff. 
um, about the Navajo Police Department, even the history of it without the whole paranormal aspect on how it formed and how people joined. Um, just very interesting stuff. But the whole thing that won me over to try to talk about it today was the fact that there was a real-life Mulder and Scully, um, both of them being men, uh, so they had to pick who was Scully and who was Mulder, but both of them had the, you know, a really cool job to try to go and, you know, investigate paranormal stuff. And they did have, you know, some really crazy cases that they had to go take part of, like the coin dropping incident, um, coins appearing out of nowhere and just dropping. Now, to get into something else that I have to cover on this episode... Um, I don't really like to like double dip in an episode and talk about two different topics, um, but I should have included it on in the news segment. But there is a story out that these Russian gravelers or they they're like mine rocks found a fallen angel, and it's like mummified or stoned over, as it would say in the Bible would ha- happen to the fallen angels, guys. I'm taking literally like three minutes of my life to talk about this. If you see something on TikTok, okay, the chances of it being real is very, very slim, okay? TikTok is for clout. I have TikTok. I kind of tried to use it for, you know, another outlet for my for my paranormal podcast, and um, I'm just... For me, it's difficult to use, or maybe I'm just dumb with using technology. Um, but it, it, it's it's just not it's not it, man. It's, you're not going to find real things on there. And the Russian people that found this, it, it this had to be for clout. the The statue looks really weird. I'm not going to lie about that. The texture of it, the detail of it, but. We've seen elaborate hoaxes before. Certain Bigfoot videos, certain UFO videos, certain ghost videos. I don't trust anything on TikTok. And people are so gullible to go on there and blow the story up. I can't tell you how many videos I've watched, especially on TikTok, of people covering this. Now, there's no way that this is a real fallen angel. Okay, and was and it, it is you know it was uncovered, and the Russian government came, and the two men are this they they're gone now, and the statue's gone. The first people that would have been there were the people, the agents from the Vatican. The Vatican would have sent people there. They would have caught wind of it right away, and took this and buried it with the viewing finder, the time machine thing they have down there too. And that's another story I can get into at another episode. But I don't really think this is real. It would have made, you know, it did make news, but it made news via TikTok. It wasn't on other major news outlets. It was a story for clout. That's what people do on TikTok. They post videos, they get famous. Unfortunately, you know, women, young women and older women, they kind of like, do these videos to expose themselves, which are revealing, and they get followers, and other people use things like paranormal to get the clout or biblical things like this. Now, other videos said that the angel moved and, you know, you could see it moving and it, it's so massive that it stands up. If it were to stand up or if it was real and it would, it would be like 12 feet tall, the video is fake, okay? Now, you could take my opinion for it or, or my belief. It, you know, what I say to you guys is free speech and, 
you know, my knowledge in the paranormal, little research that I did, like I did for this episode, you know, trying to get as much as I know about Navajo Nation in this particular subject with the paranormal, and I speak about it. So you could take my opinion and go with it, or you can just be like, nah, Billy's wrong, and I'm, I'm not listening to him. This video is 100% not real. That is not a real angel. Okay, the Vatican would have had its hands all over it. And if it is, and if it was real, then we should be worried because there's a lot of biblical things that were in the book of Revelations that are kind of coming true. So if this is in fact a real fallen angel, then, you know, we have to be the worried. But I don't think it is. I think this was 100% for clout, just like I'm going to run into another subject, um, something that I talked about, Andrew Dawson and the Giant. Another video that got pretty famous from somebody. Now, I'm not going to say this is 100% debunked because there is a part of the story that I have to get into that's unfortunate. Now, and it's weird. Um, the whole thing was debunked. I watched the whole video on YouTube on a guy who covers paranormal and a lot of his stuff, you know, he can't explain, but he goes in depth talking about it and a lot of stuff he tries to debunk. Apparently, what Andrew Dawson saw was a like a, a satellite or a radio tower and when he went back and filmed he filmed from a different road so he wasn't able to see what he initially saw on the previous road that he was on when he caught the quote-unquote giant now going forward there was a military base of some sort on the opposite side again he took another road and he saw it the helicopter that he saw over the mountain where he thought he saw the giant, was in fact hello logging. Hello logging is when they cut down trees and they can't move them because of the terrain. They have a helicopter come in, pretty much tie up the log and heliport it somewhere else for, to the lumber yard and to sell the lumber or do however they do with the logs. So that's was that explains the helicopter. The car that was filmed on his TikTok video, supposedly staking him out and watching him, still unexplained. The death of Andrew Dawson came out that it was a suicide. Now, I have lost friends to suicide, one personal to me. So I don't want, the reason I'm talking about this is I don't want something from TikTok that got blown out of context you know, and used for paranormal to take away from something that was very unfortunate. You know, the weird thing about him committing suicide was that all this was involved this 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 video the um you know the the clout that he was getting and using it the using the clout and the giant and using tiktok the car in front of his house was weird and then him dying of suicide was weird because it you know we hear a lot about this suicide thing uh a judge recently that was involved with something with pe pedophiles was found dead and they said it was suicide and come on you know the epstein thing now this individual because of what it correlates with mr dawson it's odd that he killed himself but if this person was crying for attention and this was his way to do it via using a giant story and using tiktok and he ultimately still went through with suicide. It's very unfortunate. So the reason I'm talking about it is a lot of it was debunked. 
And I even said in my episode, I don't think it was a giant. I did think certain things were weird about it. But Andrew Dawson is deceased and the cause of death is suicide. So it's very unfortunate. And it was pretty much 90% debunked. And the only thing that I can't logically explain was the, the car in front of his house, which could have been anyone, you know, could have been one of his TikTok followers that knew him personally within the area that drove in front of his house, watched him and drove off and he got the clip on his phone. So that was debunked. And um, the fallen angel thing, in my opinion, was totally, totally false. So I just want to put it out there. I was going to do a whole episode about it and be like the people that are pushing out TikTok videos and YouTube videos, but there's no reason to waste more than 10 minutes of my time talking about something that was put on TikTok for clout. I can go right now. I'm pretty good with editing things on my phone, not even a computer, and do a video or take a photo and really, really take my my time to crop something behind me. I made my cover art for my podcast and I cropped uh, Bigfoot walking down a road. I cropped the, uh, the rake at the right-hand corner. I cropped a skinwalker, a shapeshifter, on the left-hand side of my cover and I did it fairly well. And I can do that with a regular photo on my phone and I can throw it on TikTok and say, what do you guys see here? I took this photo last night. It was just me and crop like a face in the background. TikTok is for clout and that's what those Russian men did and it got attention. And this is the reason why the paranormal is looked at by people as a joke, like it's fake because people keep pushing out these fake videos and it takes away from people that actually catch something and put it out there and then people say, well, it's fake, it's fake. I had a scenario where I saw something um, back in September, October near my near a school, near my daughter's school and I was filming and when I posted it on Reddit, people were like, it was a bird, it was a bird. But then they saw what I saw beyond the initial object and they're like, hmm, might be something. But for the majority of the comments, it was like, you caught a bird, man. You, 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 you faked it. It was a garbage bag. When I physically saw something with my own eyes that I could not describe with my own eyes and simply took out my phone to record it to show everybody. So the people that are making fake videos are really making it hard for the people that catch real things. And this is why the paranormal can never be taken seriously because you have 70% of people faking stuff and putting it on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. So be mindful. Um, You know, the Andrew Dawson thing, very unfortunate, 90% debunked. Fallen Angel thing, 100% fake. The Navajo Nation talk, very interesting stuff. Go on Unsolved Mysteries. Watch that episode. It's on Volume 3. Paranormal Rangers, it's called. Very interesting stuff. A lot of weird paranormal things going on over there. Um, if you haven't listened to my episode, I uh, I think Season 1, I did an episode with Superstition Mountains. You got to watch. You got to listen to that. And you got to watch on YouTube. There's one. Um, oh, man. I, what's the page name? There's a page, man. This kid did a really good interview with a tour guide from Arizona, uh, from Superstition Mountains, and he really talks about a lot of weird stuff. And this guy is a, you know, a, a hiker, a tour guide, a survivalist, and he's telling 
you know, real weird things that happen there. And he's a very reputable person to be being a tour guide. You know, you, you hire him to trust, trust him with your life to guide you in the right direction and not get lost. And he's telling about the weird stuff that happened there. So I would check out Superstition Mountains, the Navajo Police Department, the Navajo Nation, and all the weird things that happen there because it's, it's, it's cool stuff. And you guys can really get more information out than I can within the time limit that I have to talk about it. But it had to be noted because it's something really cool that people are missing in the paranormal world that involve actual law enforcement and documented cases. That's going to wrap up the episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. I'd like to thank the Anchor app for giving me the opportunity to talk about skinwalkers, giants, fallen angels, and Navajo Nation. And if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it is the free app that gives you all the tools you need to get your podcasting ideas out there and put it on outlets like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Breaker, and many other outlets. So if you have a podcasting idea and you want to get it out there, download the Anchor app by Spotify. If you're looking for me on social media, I can be found on Instagram, SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. And guys, I hope to have everybody tune in next week for another episode. You can check out my Instagram page to see what I'll be working on for next week. And until next time, this is another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. If you're having trouble coping with an issue or even having suicidal thoughts, please reach out to 988 or visit 988lifeline.org.